If it's trending, Amber and Tanner are going to trend, 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 trend it out on Froggy 92.9. Sonoma County is marking a new milestone in the ongoing coronavirus pandemic. Health officials say the county surpassed 70,000 cases of COVID-19 on Monday. The county also reported 1,262 new cases yesterday, but luckily no new deaths were reported. County health officials say the Omicron variant spreads more easily than other coronavirus strains. However, and this is good news, early studies show that Omicron is less likely to cause severe illness uh, rather than the Delta variant. Health officials are optimistic that the worst of this surge is ending as uh, our state's indoor masking mandate is due to expire on February 15th. Well, Walgreens says some of its stores will be ready to distribute the free N95 masks as early as this Friday. So your local Walgreens will have signs up regarding the mask availability. While Walgreens may be the first place to grab a free mask, we want to let you know that CVS, Rite Aid, and Walmart will also have free N95 masks available over the next few weeks as we're trying to, you know, get over this COVID-19 surge, the Omicron variant. Uh, the mask will also be available at, you know, thousands of pharmacies and community health centers nationwide. That's awesome. Imagine you are sitting at a bar, minding your business, and then Casey Musgrave show up. Could you imagine that, Amber? That'd be amazing. <laughs> well, that was a reality for a bar called the Cavern on Kamek in Philadelphia. Casey Musgrave just stepped on stage and started performing. And someone caught a video of Casey Musgraves covering Fleetwood Mac's dreams. Obviously, everybody was singing and screaming yeah. along. And Casey, we know you're coming to the Bay Area next month. I'm just saying, if you want to stop by Third Street Aleworks, <laughs> Belly Left Coast, we would love to have yes. you. Like a cup of coffee and a sunrise. The crew is up and the coffee is ready. Hey, good morning. Amber and Tanner, mornings. Froggy 92.9. Just released users ratings from IMDb says... Breaking Bad is the greatest TV show of all time. So if you've never seen Breaking Bad, it stars Brian Cranston as a teacher turned drug kingpin. And it has an internet movie database rating of 9.4, putting it at the top of IMDb's greatest TV shows list. Now, I've never watched Breaking Bad all the way through, but Tanner, do you agree that it's one of the greatest TV shows of all time? I've seen it all the way through, and it was the first show I truly binge-watched, but I don't agree that it's the best show of all time. Even though I do think it's definitely top five, I would probably have to say the best show of all time is going to be Game of Thrones. Nothing broke the internet like Game of Thrones week in and week out. I mean, this might be because it came out, you know, in a hit time for, you know, online and social media. But when it comes to just the show itself, it was so good. Yes. Well, that actually does make the top five list of greatest TV shows of all time, according to IMDb rating. Um, at number five, it's Rick and Morty with a 9.2. Game of Thrones is at number five with a 9.2. So they kind of tied a little bit, which 
is weird to me that Rick and Morty in Game of Thrones would die. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've seen episodes of Rick and Morty. It doesn't, it's not the same as Game of Thrones. <laughs> After that, it's uh, Avatar, The Last Airbender with 9.3, which I, that's one of my favorite TV shows. Yeah. It's animated, but it's good. Then it's The Wire at 9.3, and the number one is Breaking Bad at 9.4. Um, I'm actually about to rewatch Game of Thrones with my fiance who's never seen it. Oh, I am so <laughs> like, jealous. Prepare to have your mind absolutely blown. <laughs> now, this didn't make the top five, but I totally think it's one of the greatest TV shows of all time. It's Seinfeld. It's definitely one of the greatest sitcoms of all time. Yeah. And I think it changed like American comedy when it first hit the scene. It's like four friends doing terrible things to each other and they never learn anything. It's just an interesting concept. I always hear the debate, are you a friends person or a Seinfeld person? Apparently that says a lot about your personality. (laughs) And I think we're both Seinfeld people. You know, friends did make like the top 100 list, but it's definitely not in the top five or the top 10. Yeah. Um, But Seinfeld is. But uh, we asked on Facebook, facebook.com slash Amber and Tanner in the morning. In your opinion, what do you think is the greatest... TV show of all time. Derek from Petaluma said the greatest TV show of all time is The Sopranos. Ooh, I've never seen that. Me neither. Okay, I'll have to watch that. Nikki Verona Park says Firefly. There was only one season, but it's still the best. And Garrett from Sebastopol said Doctor Who. Amber and Tanner. Every morning. Mornings. Really good. They're so funny. Froggy 92.9. Have you ever had a very, very bad first date? Might not be as bad as this guy. So I saw the story on Reddit last night and I was invested. This guy was talking about the worst first date that he's ever had. He said he matched with a girl on Tinder. He planned a date. And when he showed up to her house to pick her up, she revealed that she was actually on house arrest and they couldn't go anywhere. (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) The guy was just telling this story about how he didn't know what to do. So he just hung out uh, with this person and... Why she was on house arrest was never revealed to him whatsoever, but I could imagine that is one of the worst first dates that somebody could have. <laughs> I imagine she's like, why don't we just have a quiet dinner at my house? She's like typing this out and she's like, I'll cook and, uh, you know, we'll watch a movie. It'll be super chill. And then you get there and she's got an ankle bracelet on. Yeah. You're like, that's an interesting bracelet. Where'd you get that? Uh, county jail. <laughs> From the gaps. Uh, I mean, Amber, dating is tough. I know you have been with Cole. Uh for a very long time but going back to your dating days did you ever have a bad first date oh yeah um i went on a date with this guy in high school and we were going to one of those haunted houses you know what i'm talking about like like the really big like show where there's like you know things flying it's kind of like blind scream yeah that's a great example so we were going to one of those and (laughs) I found out after we went through the haunted house that he had a girlfriend. Oh. Someone had texted me while I was in there and I checked it right after we got done and I was just like scared straight from the haunted house and scared straight from the date because I was like, why would he take me on a date and he's got a girlfriend? Turns out the scariest thing wasn't the haunted house yep. that night. <laughs> uh, so. I'd probably say that my worst first date is when I showed up to a restaurant and the person I was going to be on a date with just didn't show up. 
and didn't text me back anything. And I had that moment where I was like, I'll order another, you know, appetizer or something like that. Sure. I hung around for like two hours, never showed up, two never talked hours. to them. I was, I was like, you know, you never know what's gonna happen. But you know, being stood up sucks, oh <laughs> and gosh. that's my worst first date. That is so rude. Yeah, I'm how, so sorry that happened to you. Yeah, how dare you, Holly? Oh, all the way back in college. We got her name. I'm calling. I'm calling you out right now. Uh, <laughs> Let's get her. <laughs> talking about worst first dates. Uh, Anna from Rotor Park. What happened to you? So I had a first date, and we went out, and you know the song, the Macarena. Yeah. Yes. They so like they could tell that I wasn't really into them. So he gets up and he starts dancing to the Macarena. <laughs> it was terrible. He was so offbeat and. <laughs> He couldn't, he just couldn't move. It was awful. Good morning, guys. That memory foam bamboo sheet kind of feeling. Good morning. Hi, good morning. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Froggy 92.9. I <laughs> went to Taco Bell uh, actually the day before yesterday. I was picking up lunch uh, for a friend and she asked for five hot sauce packets. With her burrito, okay? Very specific. Right, five hot sauce packets. But I don't think I go to Taco Bell often enough to know, like, how much they're going to give you if you ask for sauce. Like, Tanner, if you said, can I get some mild sauce, how much do you think they'd give you? Probably, like, a handful. Okay. Toss it in the bag. A handful. Well, I've been worried. So I said, can I get some extra hot sauce? And they said, yeah, sure. So... When I got the bag, I noticed it was a little heavy for just the burrito, and I looked in, and the entire bag was filled with hot sauce. And Amber's not exaggerating. <laughs> I looked at a picture of it, and it is literally most of the bag is hot sauce. I basically had to get, like, a shovel to find the burrito. <laughs> I was, like, digging in there. I was like, where? And then I got there uh, to my friend's place of business, and she was like, what is happening? And I was like, I don't know. What do we do? You have all is these extras. A, is it a joke? Like, have you ever gotten that much before? Definitely not. No? No. And I've been to Taco Bell a bit. I am quite experienced. <laughs> but I've never had to shovel hot sauce packets out of the way to get to my food. Because you're the first person I texted when this happened. And I was like, is this normal? What do I do? I wish that would happen to me. <laughs> I would love to have that much. I, I just, I don't know. Now, I, get, I ended up giving them all to my friend because I was like, I just, there's no reason for me to have all of these. And I just think it's so wasteful do you think they were being funny do you think they were playing a prank on me or is this normal I, I just don't know what's going on i don't even think it's intentional i don't even think they were even thinking about it the person just had really big hands yeah with that handful you're talking about <laughs> have mickey mouse hands oh my gosh well we've got stacy from forestville on the phone uh stacy has this ever happened to you with uh taco bell sauce packets before I don't eat Taco Bell, but okay. um, Johnny Rockets says the same thing with freaking ketchup packets. <laughs> <laughs> I will come home with bags of ketchup packets when we go to uh, the Grand Sierra in Reno. And Johnny Rockets, man, they just fill your bags with ketchup if you just get one thing of rice. So I just had to share that with you. Hey, they're good for camping. Yay. That's perfect. They're awesome. Amber and Tanner. No one better. Froggy 92.9. Wine o'clock somewhere, so pour yourself a glass. It's time to whine about it with Amber on Froggy 92.9. Patrick Mahomes, he's the quarterback for the Kansas City Chiefs, if you didn't know. 
Well, his fiance says she's being attacked online. Now, following the Chiefs' big AFC win against the Bills, Patrick Mahomes' fiance, Brittany Matthews, ended up spraying some bubbly from her suite into the stands and on fans. So naturally, the internet had plenty to say, and on Monday, she addressed the quiti- critics Sorry, on Twitter. Uh, I saw a tweet to Brittany that said, The ramifications of your actions. Innocent fans drenched in cheap champagne, possibly leading to a frostbite or even hypothermia. Children with alcohol in their system. You need to take responsibility for your actions and issue an apology. Now, she responded to that on Twitter saying, I just wish I could do what I want without getting attacked every week. But a lot of people are coming to her support saying, keep doing you because Chief Kingdoms has your back. One fan wrote, then another fan said, people complaining about Britney spraying champagne into the stands have clearly never won anything before. Just saying. Now, if I doused, if I got doused with champagne at a football game, I wouldn't be irate, but I would not be happy. And you have to think about it. It's a cold night where they were. They've got a long walk to your car. Might have a long wait in the parking lot that's looming. And then, you know, someone in a suite decides, hey, this is a perfect idea to spray champagne all over these people. And, you know, for example, players can shower after they're getting doused with, like, Gatorade and champagne and things like that. Um, The people in the suite are in a warm suite. So if she turned around and doused them with champagne, they probably would have been okay. And if you're a fan, you're going to reek for a little while. And then you're going to get into your car smelling out like alcohol. And I definitely know that's not something everyone wants. So I understand where people are coming from. But this was one of the biggest wins in NFL history. So do you think it was wrong of Brittany to celebrate this way? Amber and Tanner want to know what you think. Give them a call right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. Nobody has more Sonoma County on the radio than Froggy 92.9. Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9. Headline in a haystack. Tannery's headlines. Tells us which one is a lie Cause it's headline in a haystack Three headlines Amber has to identify which one is real Her record for 2022 is five wins and three losses Alright That's not too bad No, not at all I'm okay with it I'm, I'm a You know what? I, I should be more like Yeah, you're gonna get these wrong But I'm rooting for you uh, Thanks, Tanner <laughs> Here's headline number one Woman arrested for throwing robotic vacuum out of the window Headline number two Man claims dog was driving Later arrested for DUI And headline number three A fight over who gets to use the bathroom Leads to punches being thrown Mmm Man, these are pretty good, Tanner I must admit Thank you But I think that it's the second one. The man blamed the dog for driving. That is not the headline in a haystack. You want to take another stab at it? Yes. um, People fighting over the bathroom. That is absolutely the headline in a haystack. So there's this 28-year-old guy named Anthony. He lives in Connecticut. On Saturday night, he got into an argument with someone he lives with over who got to use the bathroom first. He ended up punching the other person in the nose. They hit back, and Anthony was actually arrested for assault. Sheesh. I, I mean, That's if all you, I got to say. If you have a one-bathroom household, I mean, things can get tense, but not punching tense. Yeah. <laughs> all right, we're not sure what's happening, so we're going to keep rolling. Headline in a haystack. We're opening a page. Flipping through. 
from Amber's dream journal right now. We're actually going all the way back to a dream that I used to have when I was a kid. I was reminded of this dream because I was eating at Sea Thai Bistro in Santa Rosa this weekend. And if you've never been, they have like floating fish and sea creatures like throughout the restaurant and they're all hanging from the ceiling. And the decorations are really cool, but I was immediately triggered because this was a dream, a nightmare that I used to have when I was a kid. Really? I would dream that fish were like floating through the air and it would really freak me out. Understandably so. <laughs> so what do you think this means, Tanner? Floating fish. So I got my Radio Shack dream interpreter plugged in. It's lighting up the studio. Seeing fish in the air and out of water also symbolizes the free movement and release of what had previously been kept under the surface, as in an epiphany. People commonly dream of a fish floating in the air when a breakthrough is occurring through therapy or through spiritual work. Okay, I don't know if 11 or 10-year-old Amber was going through therapy and spiritual work at this time, <laughs> but I kind of always thought it was because my parents owned a pet store and yeah. they used to uh, have me clean the fish tanks pretty often. So I was staring at fish pretty much all day, every day, and I kind of thought that's why I was dreaming of fish. Oh, wait, my Radio Shack dream interpreter's <laughs> coming back up. It says... Amber looked at too many fish. <laughs> Thanks, Tanner. <laughs> Amber and Tanner. When sun comes Till 10 a.m. weekdays. You guys just lift me every single morning. Froggy 92.9. Amber and Tanner in the morning present The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Today on The Neighbor Dispute, we're going to call Francine. She recently went over the Golden Gate Bridge, but Barry Martindale spotted a weird issue. Hello? Hi, is this Francine? This is Francine. Who is this? My name is Barry Martindale of Martindale & Johnson Attorney Services. I'm currently being uh, contracted through Fast Track regarding Golden Gate Bridge Tolls. Okay. I have an understanding you went through San Francisco last week and your dog was with you? Uh, that's correct. I have a photo in front of me uh, that shows your window and your back seat was down for your dog, and that is strictly prohibited in every county in the Bay Area for safety concerns. I've never heard of that. I've lived here my whole life. That's been in effect here for the past three years. And the reasoning why is because your dog can get injured and you're just a horrible pet parent. You're not going to insult me as a pet parent. Right? You don't know me. It was only open a crack. It's not like the whole window was just open. He was going to jump out. Like it wasn't open that much. My concern for my darling, amazing fur baby uh, is that gets the proper air that he needs. And I really don't care about your stupid rules. It's also so, extremely distracting for other drivers to look at your ugly dog. Okay, my dog is not ugly, so you need to shut your mouth before I get you in a ton of trouble. You should not be insulting how my dog looks or anything about what I'm doing because you don't know me. Okay, and it's not distracting. I see drivers all the time with their windows open and their dog in the car. No, I, I don't know what you're getting at. So you better explain yourself pretty quickly because I'm about to take your name down and get you in a ton of trouble with your manager. You've been Martindale. My name is actually Tanner from Amber and Tanner in the morning. You're on Froggy Night 2.9's Neighbor Dispute. 
you know what? You were coming after my dog, and I was about to come after you. So I'm I'm glad this is a prank phone call. Listen to Amber and Tanner in the morning every weekday at 7.55 for The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy. What's an adult problem that you were not prepared for? I've been thinking about money a lot. A mission of mine this year is tackling debt. And I know a lot of us have it. And I was actually super curious, so I looked looked it up. And the average American has $90,000 in debt. Ooh, that's a lot. That is indeed a lot. And so money is on a lot of our minds. And nobody really taught me how to balance a checkbook when I was younger. I really wish there was a course or at least something for kids to learn about money. And, uh, you know, when I went to college, I was extremely excited about the experience. But 18-year-old me was not ready for a $30,000 loan with a bunch of interest. I don't even think I knew what interest was back then. Yeah. I just knew I had to pay it back. They kind of rope you into that when you're starting off in college, or they did at least. And it's a huge crisis that Americans face right now is student loan debt. And it's honestly a racket. And what we're seeing now is that student loan debt continues to get, you know, delayed and delayed. And it's delayed now through May. So no one can pay it. You get confused when you're in your 20s. You're like, I want to do all these things with life. But uh, yeah, I want to go to college. But I, I can't afford it. Exactly. And so, you know, you might be in the situation, too, where you're trying to tackle debt. And it, it's an adult problem that I wasn't necessarily prepared for. You know, something in the same vein that I wasn't prepared for was like building credit. And I actually had little to no credit before I moved out here. And you remember the first year we were here, Tanner, I was really on that trying to build my credit because I knew I was going to have to buy a new car. And, you know, I wish I had done it sooner, but I'm glad that I eventually did it. We're figuring it out. We're figuring it out. (laughs) Slowly but surely. But the ATM machine are sharing adult problems that they weren't necessarily prepared for in our Instagram right now. Kelly from Novato says that babies turn into teenagers. Oh, they do. <laughs> and Dale from Healdsburg says the need for a healthier diet. And Jamie from Santa Rosa says that the days go slow, but the years go fast. Amber and Tanner. When sun comes Till 10 a.m. weekdays. You guys just lift me every single morning. Froggy 92.9. So every week we have a weekly promo meeting here at Froggy 92.9 to talk about, you know, what cool things we're doing on air, off air. We get together with a lot of people from work and we wear masks, just so everyone knows. But it was a really slow day yesterday. I don't know if you noticed that in the meeting. It was a quick one, Tanner. Very quick. I was like, oh, I got so much time for the rest of my day. So... You know, there weren't a lot of notes to take, but I wanted to act like I was paying attention. (laughs) So instead of actually taking notes about the meeting, I wrote down what people were saying instead. (laughs) As in, I was picking some of my favorite quotes from the meeting. Because we have some characters here in the office. Oh, we absolutely do. So, um, Tanner, are you ready for this? Are any of the quotes from me? No. Okay, cool. I'm sorry. Oh, don't be. I was next nervous time, there for a second. Next time, uh, <laughs> you weren't really saying much. That's how boring the meeting was. <laughs> That's true. I you know, get... if I'm not saying anything, it's boring. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know if I'm going to get in trouble for this, but here we go. <clears throat> oh, man. Okay, so this is this. these are my three favorites. Are we talking about Turkish mud baths again? That was Kevin. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I wasn't, paying in, I wasn't paying attention. I was in waffle state. That's also Kevin. <laughs> 
Has anyone talked to Hooters lately? I haven't heard back from Hooters, <laughs> Kathy. <laughs> so that was my, those are my three favorites. There's a lot on here, but there are things that I cannot repeat on the radio. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're like insider information. I mean, I did write that the Cloverdale Citrus Fair is coming up. Yeah, I mean, I think that's, that's I a great way to take notes. <laughs> I mean, honestly, for the information that you grab from there, it's probably the exact same as my notes. I don't, I can't really understand what Kevin was talking about when he said Turkish mud bath and waffle state. I never know what Kevin's talking about. <laughs> I Googled waffle state to see if there was a state that like, you know, serves a lot of yeah. waffles, but all I got was waffle house. I don't we don't even have on. those here. No. Yeah. <laughs> Amber and Tanner in the morning. Froggy 92.9. It's the Amber Showdown. Chris from Cloverdale, are you ready to compete against Amber in the Amber Showdown? Yes, I am. This is how it works. I'm going to ask you five rapid-fire questions. Amber's going to be outside the studio, so she can't hear them. Once you're done, Chris, we're going to bring Amber back in and see how the two of you score. Okay. You want to talk some smack to Amber for a half a point bonus? You're going down, Amber. There it is. Half a point bonus rewarded. Amber's out of the studio. Chris, here's question number one. Rocker Eddie Van Halen would have been 67 years old today. What instrument did he play? Guitar. That is correct. Question two. Lady A's Charles Kelly says he loves Dave Grohl's new memoir, The Storyteller. What band was Dave Grohl in before the Foo Fighters? Uh, I don't know that one. I'll give you next. That's okay. Here's question number three. Betty White allegedly left most of her $75 million estate to animals in need. Finish the Golden Girls theme song. Thank you for being a... Uh, I forget. <laughs> I'll give you next. Here's question number four. For being a friend. Friend is correct. Absolutely. Here's question number four. Miranda Lambert says that she wants to travel the country in her Airstream trailer. True or false, Miranda Lambert's career started on a singing competition show. That is correct. And here's question number five. Britney Spears' fiance wants Britney and her sister to stop publicly feuding. Name Britney Spears' sister. Okay, I'll give you an X. Gonna bring Amber back in. Amber, Chris from Cloverdale got three out of five. All right. I have a feeling I can do okay. That's okay. Here's question number one. Rocker Eddie Van Halen would have been 67 years old today. What instrument did he play? Guitar. That is correct. Chris also got that correct. One to one is the score. Here's question number two. Lady A's Charles Kelly says he loves Dave Grohl's new memoir, The Storyteller. What band was Dave Grohl in before the Foo Fighters? Nirvana. That is correct. He played drums. Uh, Chris from Cloverdale got that incorrect. Amber, you're up two to one. Here's question number three. Betty White allegedly left most of her $75 million estate to animals in need. Finish the Golden Girls theme song. Thank you for being a... Thank you for being a friend. That is absolutely correct. (laughs) Down the road and back again. All right. We got Amber. You have three to Chris's two. Here's question number four. Miranda Lambert says that she wants to travel the country in her Airstream trailer. True or false? Miranda Lambert's career started on a singing competition television show. True? That's correct. It was, uh, she was 19 years old. She was on the inaugural season of an idol spinoff called Nashville Star. Cool. She's the third runner-up. Uh, Chris also got that correct. The score is Amber. You have four to Chris's three. And here's question number five. Britney Spears' fiance wants Britney and her sister to stop publicly feuding. Name Britney Spears' sister. Jamie Lynn Spears. That is correct. Perfect five out of five for Amber compared to Chris from Cloverdale's 
three out of five. Chris, so sorry you are not the champion of the Amber Showdown. Ah, uh, that's all right. It is all right because you are still getting tickets to see Thomas Red. Awesome. Thank you so much. Tickets are on sale Friday, 10 a.m. LiveNation.com. But Chrissy did lose. you got to say the phrase. I'm not smarter than Amber. But you're going to the Shoreline Amphitheater on August 25th to see Thomas Rhett thanks to which morning show? Amber and Tanner on Froggy 92.9. Okay, so for the past couple weeks, I've been seeing people post green, yellow, and black boxes all over social media. And I was super confused, and I knew it was some sort of trend, but I was refusing to participate in it. Yeah, I asked you about it yesterday. I was like, what is this? I was like, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what the boxes are. And after that conversation, I was like, you know what? I got to figure this out because it's driving me absolutely bonkers. So apparently it's a game called Wordle. It's not an app, just a website that is a word-guessing puzzle game. And it gives you six chances to guess a randomly selected five-letter word. And there's one word assigned for everybody every single day. You can enter a total of six words and six guesses, meaning you can have five words that aren't the actual word. And when you get the letter correct, so if you had anger, for example, and G was in the right spot, it would be green if it's the right letter. Uh, But in a different spot, it'll show up as yellow. So eventually you'll figure out what word it is. You know, I was reading about this yesterday and I saw that the creator created this for his partner and he didn't realize it would turn into such a big thing on the internet. He just created it for her. For fun. special. (laughs) And now it's like a big thing. Those days where I think I'm a good boyfriend, I didn't design an entire game for my girlfriend. (laughs) So, so uh, uh, So Amber, you were playing it earlier today. I played it for the first time yesterday. How do you like it? Oh, it's fun. I can see how it can be addicting, and I wish you could do it multiple times a day, but you can't. (laughs) Wake up in the morning for the rooster crows. Amber and Tanner on Froggy 92.9, Sonoma County's number one for today's country.